When facing a family law matter, it can feel like an overwhelming and never-ending court process. It's vital to know that things will look better on the other side if you hire legal counsel with the skill and compassion to help. At Stangy Law Firm, we represent clients in difficult family law matters every day. Visit FamilyLawRepresentation.com to schedule your consultation. That's FamilyLawRepresentation.com. Stangy Law Firm, here to help you rebuild your life. Stangy Law Firm has an office in Wichita. Kirk Stangy, 120 South Central Avenue, Suite 450 Clayton, Missouri. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Did you like your fitting or what? Mm-hmm. It went great. And I just got my shirt. Jamie said, I don't know what cookout Sierra's going to. I said, no, this is oh, how you she- talked to him. I know. Well, I told him that yesterday. I was like, y'all said something about a cookout. I don't go to cookouts like that. Well, you like, you won't be invited to any of my cookouts. That's what I can that's say. That's fine. Go ahead, Sierra. I started off, sweetie. Hey, y'all. <laughs> You're welcome. We know you love it. Hey, guys. Welcome to Codependence. Another Stay still episode. so people don't think you know. What? That you look high like you did oh, last time. Oh, like in my Watch What Happens Correct. Live. I'm yeah. trying to help you out. Okay, fine. All I'm right. I'm trying to help you, but also if you want to look high, you can Oh, are you high. antsy today? Are you antsy? I'm are you not, on edge? I'm on edge. You're on edge. But okay. the period is perioding. Mm-hmm. Totally. I spent a lot of my time under it's heating It's pre-perioding. But my pre-period is like my worst part. Yeah. yeah. That's when I have like the worst yeah. cramps and stuff and also deal with all the, the emotions. emotions. Mm-hmm. You get like a little short. Like a little snappy. I'm like ready to cry right now. <laughs> Are you ready to cry right now? Not because I want to, because I'm so overly emotional. Okay. Look, the tears are coming. I know. I, I know. I'm not laughing at you. I'm no, just like. Nothing has even happened yet. Oh my God. Nothing's happened yet. I know. Okay. I told you I've been having like some days. Okay. So let's take a deep breath. Let's just. <sighs> I, I Hold at the top. Uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be a long day and breathe out yep we're breathing okay you are so <laughs> you're okay the thing about it is is that you're a cute crier actually i've never been told that i feel like i'm a kim k like ugly cry actually well, kevin no, k kim k oh kim k like her mean oh cry. yeah i never want to be there i feel like i look like her when i cry too you're like a silent crier it's kind of creepy <laughs> <laughs> A silent crier. Like, you cry, like, the tears will fall, but they're not, like, you don't, there's no, like, there's no even, like, like, you don't even have, like, the sniffle. You just, like, literally, they're just, like, they're dreams just of dreams. dreams of it's tears. It's weird. But, you know, it's but if I'm talking. Y'all. Okay, great. Thank you. But if I'm talking, my voice definitely shakes. and like, Yeah, but usually when you're that sad, you just don't talk. You just cry. Yeah. Yeah. okay so now that we've got our crying habits out of the way all right so i feel like we're gonna touch on a topic that everyone's kind of been wondering about and obviously we wanted to give you the space and time to process on your own i'm gonna feel i feel like a loser already because i'm like i can't even it's like i can't even handle my own emotions (laughs) that's not indicative of you being a loser 
Well, <laughs> all I'm like, saying is the haters. I'm giving them a lot of content to work with. Honest. Okay. Well, first of all, fuck them and fuck that what too. anyone else has to say because would love to see them be on well, TV and well, having to navigate certain situations. It's only for the strong. It really is. Yeah, it's not for the weak. So whatever, whatever anyone has to has to anyone else has to say about it, it's like <laughs> they're not even in our position. I'm gonna give you a minute. I am okay. I just will try to speak as clearly as possible. Okay. So that I could be understood through the snot and tears. Yeah. And, uh, well, like, yeah. Yeah. Do you want me, do we, should we just like come out and say it like what we're talking about? Sure. Let's, let's okay. get into it. All right. So let's chat about the Oliver situation. I feel like a lot of people have been inquiring and <laughs> wanting to know. And I'm not laughing because it's funny. I'm laughing because I'm already crying. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you have to do to get through it is totally fine with me. But I feel like if I had done this like even one week ago, I wouldn't have been this emotional. But I just got to see a lot of episodes for like the end of our season. And that just like, yeah, sent me into places that I didn't think I still felt. Yeah. So here we are. Let's start off by saying that like I had actually zero idea that anything had happened the last week of filming or even on the timeline that you had found out about things. Well, um, I didn't share with anyone, mainly because, A, I didn't have the full story. It's really hard when you're filming to right. find the time to talk to your significant other, like, privately. Right. There is, no, there is no There's privately. There's no privacy. There's and microphones everywhere. There's cameras everywhere. And so, like, I obviously got the DM, and... I asked him about it, but he really undersold it. Like he did as they typically do. He made it seem like it was like outside of our like exclusivity timeline mm -hmm. and like it wasn't anything. It was like chat chatter more than anything. So Oliver cheated. Yeah. He is a cheater. Like perpetually, yes. Yeah. Like I will say this, like the only main reason I'm doing this is because I don't want any other girl to fall under his trap. Because, like, if, yeah. if I'm being honest, yeah. I've heard from people in his past. Like, I heard from totally. his ex's friends, his ex's girlfriends primarily that would reach out to me on Instagram. But also, like, there's so much chatter on Instagram. It's hard yeah. to kind of, like, figure out. Yeah, decipher what's real, what's not. And, like, is it, like, a matter bait. of, like, oh, like, he's, like, on a platform. So that's, yeah. you know, like, it, it could just, like, be spun in so many different yeah, ways. Yeah, it's hard to really debunk, like, what's not authentic versus what is authentic, especially because it's like, well, they're strangers. We don't know any of these people half the time. And even if it's like we are doing our due diligence and cre creeping and going back, like, honestly, who's oh, time for that? Oh, and trust me, like, no, 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 I have time for that. Like, I make time for that. I'm the FBI. I did. <laughs> okay. Well, you're better than I. <laughs> I. I really feel like I did a lot of work to make sure I was, like, getting the full picture. Yeah. Which I think you are very good at being FBI and finding things out. Mm -hmm. um, but I will say I – knowing you and even obviously you being one of my best friends and we talk constantly, didn't see this coming. Didn't see it coming at all. And I feel like I knew about his background, which maybe you did. 
No, I didn't. Unfortunately, but like, just I, it knowing, would make me feel better in a way if I could be like, oh yeah, like that yeah. was obvious, but like it right. wasn't. Because like we were kind of like a little, what do we call us? Well, I was the second girlfriend. <laughs> like we always joked we around. Very much in it. Together. Very much in the relationship with you guys. Like we would joke around about me being the second girlfriend or he would like text you and be like, all right, well, what did Sierra say? Because I know you already told Sierra. Like right. we had such a, it was like an open, open, close <laughs> rapport. I felt like, which obviously finding this out, I was like, Wow, you were leading a that, like, totally you different not had life. any contact since knowing any of this. What? You haven't had any contact with him since knowing any no. of this. Well, I'm pissed that you didn't tell me right when it happened. Okay, so let's just – okay, so when it happened, when Maya got the first initial DM from the girl on Instagram, like this is a weekend that we were actually filming. And we <laughs> ended up – we were going to see Lauren Hill and Montauk on that mon- – was it Monday or something? I think so. Like I, when we I left the, the house. on our DM on a Friday. Right. And we had already had plans for yeah. the hotel. Right. All of us together. Yeah. Like we were staying in Monday. one room because we were like, if anything, if all goes to shit this weekend, we're going to see Lauren Hill. It's going to be fine. We go out there. Not going to lie, Ma, you were kind of acting a fool. Wasn't really sure what was going on. You're just being a, di- <laughs> a version of Maya that I'm like, okay. So I didn't really think much of it. And then we're weird on the way home like but I was in and out of sleep I'm like okay whatever and then you were just like I have to tell you something I can't tell you and for literally months you did this I could not like you couldn't tell me I couldn't even like find the words you couldn't even get it off of your lips so you're like I can't talk about it with you I'm gonna cry I'm like okay I can't even think about trying to tell you because it was that difficult and I was just like tell me whenever you're ready. It's fine. All I know is that you guys are done and you're over it. Yeah. But I think a couple months had passed before you actually even told me what had happened. And I was (laughs) sorry. Oh, you're gonna make me cry. Don't cry. I know. (laughs) But I was really like, appalled and flabbergasted that, you know, this was a different life that he was living. Yeah. This was the life that he was leading and we had no fucking idea. Yeah. I mean, like, I think at the end of the day, like when it comes down to it, (laughs) (laughs) thank you. Um, God, I'm like, this wasn't supposed to be this emotional, (laughs) but to learn more and more like the sheer volume. Yeah. I think that's what's – not that it makes it, like, easier, better, right. but, like, if it had it been, like, one-off, right. I kind of would have been, like, okay, well, like, whatever. Like, that's not a reflection of me type of yeah. thing, but, like, the sheer volume is just so hurtful yeah. and just, like, so disrespectful. It's so disrespectful. And the betrayal. The betrayal. For me, it's also, like, I have such a close relationship with my family. Like, yeah, he made it such a point to meet – yeah. My family. I don't bring anyone around my family. Right. Like, I'm very careful about that. And mm-hmm. so it's like the fact that he like pushed to come home with me and like right. and like he came home after like the main event. Yeah. So it's like you damn you already knew what the fuck you were up to. Right. And you still like were selfish enough to like bring my family involved in it and all of that. And like I have to be the one to answer to that and all it's just like No, it's like fucked. It's so fucked. And it's weird because 
you were always very guarded and he was urging for you guys to take these next steps we and to be in a relationship. Like, yeah. Doing all these things that like seem to be building this like very healthy, like strong foundation. Strong foundation. Mm -hmm. Like we kind of were like, you know, laying everything out there. And like even to the what to the point like our actual last real conversation was in therapy where you could tell that he still thought everything was going to be okay. And like honestly, our therapist laid into him like, "What the? F are you out of your mind? Right? Like, like you don't you get to like, have your cake and eat it too. You don't get to." But also, like she was so honest and like upfront with like her past traumas and like what the things that she act like was actively trying to avoid, and you you just like embodied them, like what you were like like your my past traumas, yeah, and my past traumas, right? He was right, well right. aware of, and yeah. it was like well discussed in therapy, yeah. and like he. I mean, yeah, okay. Active, acted on them. Yeah. And was all of that. Yeah. Which was like, you, which is like your, your biggest fear come true. Correct. So it's like how, it, I mean. On it, I feel like that's such a, like cheating in itself is obviously hurtful, but it's when a person knows all these different things about you and, and still chooses to go that route. I feel like that's another perspective that becomes so fucking hurtful when you start to break it down and really think about like the nuances in it because it's like, like, you know, my ex cheated on me however many years ago now. And I remember I actually was not privy to my dad cheating in my, in his relationship with my mom before I was even born. And I had no idea of this. My mom had told me and I just remember just being very devastated by that still something that makes me so sad because that cheating is just so fucking hurtful. It affects more people than the person <laughs> that you even. I'm not laughing at you. I'm laughing at how it's just like a crying podcast. <laughs> but it is like, but it's super hurtful. It hurts more than the person that you're in the relationship with. And yeah, I mean, I remember finding that out and just being so devastated by that. It was kind of, it kind of did rock my world in a in a bit. And he turned around and did the same thing to me. And I was like, were you not there when right. I found out, like, you know, okay, my dad had cheated on my mom in this in her relationship and what that did to like me. He of all people saw how it affected yeah, you. Yeah, you saw and that. Then, like, and did the same thing. Right, we had conversations about it. Like, it's like complete disregard for yeah. you as like, a how person. Like, you never, like, how can you define that as love or right. like, there's no respect there. No respect. Or you're just so fucked. Like, I'm not at the point where I can understand that these people are so fucked up that like, yeah. No, like I need to I'm a rational thinker. We're like I think it's like a personality disorder almost. But it's And I just don't I could not fathom doing that. Now okay, it's happened to me. I could not fathom doing that to someone else because it does really fuck with your mental. It fucks with everything you even what you know yourself to be. You it honestly rewires you in a way that just is like it it rocks your fucking world like your psyche. And, it's, and it's so hard to come back from not saying it's impossible but it's hard to come back from and it does take a lot of fucking time and it takes a lot of being real with yourself but it also takes a lot of grace and i feel like you do have to give yourself some grace in yeah, the situation of it isn't a you thing as much as it does feel like a you thing. It is. And I know this is like, it's really cliche and it's so corny, but 
they're so fucked up and that it's truly a, a them problem and not a you problem. You can walk around and maintain and uphold that lie for so long. Well, it's also like, what, what that's the fuck is even real? Right. What's real? And also just as my friend, as my best friend, because I think that's like when I break it down, that's the part that's really fucking hurtful. Like I considered you a friend. I considered All you my, my best, best friend. friend. Like, right. He really was. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't understand treating people that you actually care about like that. Yeah. And like, you know, there have been conversations since all of this went down where he's consistently like, you know, you absolutely did nothing wrong. You were actually a very good supportive partner. Like when I asked you to adjust things you did and you were like always willing to listen and try Mm -hmm. to like hear my perspective. And it's like, that doesn't make me feel better. <laughs> like, yeah, knowing that I actually was like putting my like best foot forward in this situation, right. or, taking like, it seriously, taking it seriously, like trying to do the best I could, and you know, even seek professional help. Like when things felt like a little bit lost, and I'm not, we never had like issues. It well, I I guess we just I didn't know about the issues, issues, but like our therapy was like really about a foundation and about like setting us up for some like life together, if you will. Yeah. Which I thought was a different approach because I'm not going to lie. When you guys told me you were going and you were doing, starting to do therapy yeah. with him, I think you were maybe like five or six months in it. Yeah. It wasn't even it that It wasn't even then. that long, but you and you guys like weren't committed to each other. I don't think you were exclusive even at the time. I don't know. Were you? I can't remember. Yeah, it's but e- either way, even when you told me, I was. Yeah, I remember you were like, oh, like. I was like, this feels weird. I think you it don't even comes want- down to, I like, uh, the pace in which I moved, like, that my that was me ignoring my gut is what I have to look back at and right. think it must be. Because there were so many times. That I tried that to leave You like, tried, I tried to, to like, like end have it. him in my life. But he yeah. always doubled down and he always came back and like reminded or sold whatever dream whatever it is like he was consistent he was he was consistent and and persistent yeah and that's the part that that annoys the shit out of me because i'm like this because like he literally couldn't want to be in a relationship with you but you talked her into it and like you won her over so you did everything that you needed to do you won her over and then this is what you fucking do with like you know, when she's finally not giving into you, but she's like, okay, like thinking that we have a strong enough foundation to like now move into the relationship side of this. Right. Like it was never me. The one I was never like the pusher of that. I was never the enforcer to like get very serious and all of that. Right. I just like wanted time to figure it out. Do you feel like you've had proper closure from the entire situation? And I wonder situation? if I like know everything and I don't right. know if it's like best to obviously, like, well, not obviously I got an email from him early this year that detailed like all of his indiscretions. Even before you got that email, did you want to know every single thing? Uh, n- I don't think I needed to, Yeah, to be honest, like in, even in that email, I have, IG handles and information on women that I've never even pursued to look them up, which is like a crazy thing. Like I'm such a curious person. Right. The fact that I have not looked these people up because I know it won't serve me. I'm like, right. what's the point really? Like, yeah. what is it going to get me more upset? Yeah, yeah. It was like, it gets to the point sometimes. Also where- like, what was his purpose in doing that? 
to make himself feel better. I honestly, yeah, I that's the thing. It's like at the, at the end of the day, like months later, six months after, you're still like self-serving. Yeah. And that's like the common theme. Oof. Yeah. It's like in the heat of the moment, I like in the past when I was cheated on with my ex, I wanted to know every single fucking thing, but I, but I wanted to know it from that standpoint so that, um, I wanted to know everything so that we could potentially move past it. See that right, which was me, which was crazy. But for me at that time, that's why I wanted to know everything. I'm like, okay, well, if you're just honest about everything, perhaps we could move forward. But I think that that's like to so many like good things, even if it's right in the moment. Like I think being honest, but that's like sending out a lifeline. That's, you know, I I mean, that's sending out the, the floaty device without the fucking string on it. Like you're still stranded out there. A similar position. Not that I wanted to know everything, but I think that in our conversations, he wasn't honest at all. So he was not, or was, was not. And so like, I thought that this was like a one-off isolated instance. Originally I thought it was like out of our, you know, exclusive like timeline Mm -hmm. or whatever. So I was like, what? I can't even really be mad at that type of thing. But it wasn't until I actually for and it was the only time in our relationship that I asked to look at his phone that that's when I was like, oh, this is really bad. <laughs> like this is really, really, really bad. And when you bad. went through his phone, you did you see multiple different girls? So what or I would was it? what I the way I did it, we were on a plane, he couldn't go anywhere. We were like stuck on this plane for about three, four hours and I scrolled through. Wait, is this because like after we came back from the summer, you guys still went to that wedding together? Correct, because every he was still keeping up appearances. Okay, yeah, so yeah, yeah. I, I didn't remember. even know everything until after that wedding. Right, guys. Also, you, Maya still had not told me everything that had happened at this point, and she calls me. When she like lands back in New York, she goes, I need you to call me an Uber. Just know that like I'm officially done from this point on. I cannot share an Uber with this man. Like, yeah, he's like, we can go home together. Yeah. I was like, no, 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 we cannot. And I forgot. Oh, all your accounts were like shut down at the moment. Per so usual. I called you per usual. So I called you an Uber home and I was just like, okay, all right. I learned we'll, everything. I learned. Well, I don't so know. So this was right after that plane ride, Correct. which sometimes I'm like connecting the dots because it's making so much sense where you were like. Okay. Because I didn't, I still did not know everything then. Yeah. I was under the impression that it really wasn't that bad or yeah. like it was something that. You know what's annoying? I'm sorry to cut you off, but what constitutes that bad? Because you lying with one or 10 different chicks is fucking bad. Well, it was also and like it's- the fact that he. Uh, that that plane ride was when I noticed like he he can't be honest with me so like right. whatever story, well he's just like a perpetual liar wait, whatever no, story you're telling me yeah. it's not the truth so whenever I thought I had the truth the actual truth is I didn't yeah and so I had to find it out for myself and like I only looked to a certain point like I was like okay enough is a fucking enough I'm never going I would literally remember leaving the airport like never speak to me again yeah. I'm fucking I will I will like lose my fucking mind yeah and. It wasn't like it was like what I I would go through his phone. I would find a girl's name and I would open it and I wouldn't even go through their messages. I would search straight for pictures. Pictures. Oh my god, dude! That <laughs> that I never read messages. That I never had to crazy. because I saw enough fucking pictures. Pictures that also I was receiving, like pictures. I was like, oh, I know that picture. <laughs> and I was just 
like, are you fucking kidding me? Dude, I remember thinking so the girl we sat fucking we sat like middle and aisle, and I remember the girl in the uh, no middle and window rather. The girl in the aisle, as soon as we sat down, was like, "Oh my god, I love you from Summer House," and I was like. Fuck. I can't <gasps> even have a fucking, fucking fight yeah. on this plane like the way I want to. So I'm in silence going through his phone and I'm like looking at a picture and I'm looking at him like I'm going to fucking kill you. And like I'm worried about the bitch next to me who's going to like yeah. bring everything to God knows what. Like, yeah. Or who's just listening. and Who's like, just listening. And yeah. I was like this is awful. But I was like I also have to get this out of the way now before I ever come back and see. Like I'm never seeing you again. Yeah. I have not seen him to this day. Since that Since plane, that plane ride. Ride rightfully fucking so mm -hmm. that is mm -hmm. no that makes me want to cry just because like i know that feeling don't cry i know <laughs> don't cry it's just like asinine yeah. it's disgusting it's like behavior that i can't yeah. have in my life and like as much as i want to present it's like a strong bitch that, like i'm over it whatever yeah. no but like yeah. that level of hurt doesn't you don't yeah. i don't know if you ever get over it like maybe you can move on i'm not even there yet but <laughs> like to share your life with someone like mm -hmm. that to then like have it betrayed in that way mm -hmm. it's just like well, what's the fucking point anymore mm -hmm. yeah now can we slash his tires? <laughs> we can do whatever, whatever you want. Like, yeah, I do remember ask, you asked me to do heinous shit. And I was like, I don't even know why we're doing this yet. Like, fine. Like, I'm okay with it. But, like, why are we doing it? No, that just, like, the pictures part, that part I remember. I mean, the pictures weren't even that. I honestly feel like that was that was traumatic. But then, like, it was that email that I got this year. Right. Six months or so afterwards. To just like set you back a little and bit. And then also for him to be like, he was like, hey, I wanted to wait to send you this email till the holidays were over so you could enjoy your time with your family. Like, you're still fucking trying to present like you're some shit. Like, you're like someone you're a that good has guy. Like, like, you're a good morals guy. And like, you, yeah, like you're a good fucking guy. Like, you actually care about me. Like, I didn't want to ruin your time with your family. So I'm sending this now. It was like, January 2nd too like you couldn't fucking wait to send it like, like I'm still enjoying the new year you fucking asshole right like I was like in Stoughton alone like literally in that house by myself reading that email and I woke up to that email I was like let me just get the fuck back in bed and never get out like why why did you feel the need to do you that you should have came to Costa Rica with me <laughs> I couldn't I was watching the dogs but oh, like yeah. I just like I'm like it's still so self-serving yeah like what good did that i mean i i truly honestly and hope that that cleared his conscience because it did nothing because it was truly only for him and to make himself feel better about the situation which i guess you know he's proven time and time again that he's about himself he's and whatever yeah and whatever help him helps him heal so like Good what for is, fucking what the fuck you. What does he have to heal from? He's never been treated like. I mean, this. he's obviously sick because only a guy that can maintain talking to eleven different people at one time while also How upholding many? a relationship with you. <laughs> eleven? Did I have the number wrong? No, your number was right. Okay. Um, 
is a weirdo one and obviously has like a personality disorder but at the end of the day like no he's not an ex i wish well yeah no for sure i'm like no i don't have that in me maybe that makes me like a small person that's fine i will take it because like i'm a small honest person and that's more than he can ever say yeah and at the end of the day i really do think that you were honest with him when you didn't want to be with him when you did want to be with him when your feelings were fluctuating between yes and no and everything in between, I can say that is one thing about you. You're always fucking honest, whether your tone is appropriate or not. Like you're pretty consistent. Transparent. Yeah, you're pretty transparent and consistent on that note of at least voicing what you do and do not want. So mm. I fucking hate cheaters. I just like to – well, the other thing is don't push me to be in an exclusive relationship with you if you yeah. want to be with other people. And on top of it, like, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty, but, like, he would get jealous during the summer. Oh, my God, no, I remember. During summer filming. And you know what the fuck that was? That's, like, him it's projecting. projecting. It's him projection. He's projecting literally everything that he's doing himself. When, oh my God, my ex used to do that same shit to me. He'd be so jealous of something so minor. And I'm like, what are you even – like, why are you even upset about this? Come to find out, he was cheating on me with several other different women. And it was like, obviously, hindsight is twenty twenty, like you just said. But at that time, I, cu I couldn't figure out why he was so jealous. And it just all clicked into place when I found out that he was cheating. And it got to the point where I was like – I'm not that I'm not a jealous person and I'm not trying to make myself become a version of you because you're fucking insecure. And like, I just, well, I, honestly, like that's where it all stems from. Cheating yeah. comes from insecurity, which like, yeah, because it's like, you need your ego stroked at all times. And if this person, you, and you're not like, look, we can heal our childhood traumas all fucking day long. But what I'm not going to do is coddle you and enable you. And but also I was extremely responsive. To yeah. Like, oh, he needs like words of affirmation, which is something like I, we would hear or I would hear from him. Right. Like, and like, I would actually be thoughtful enough to like do that yeah to the best of my ability maybe it wasn't everything yeah. he wanted at all times and i'm sure like i am not a perfect person by right. any means but like there was the intention there to yeah to love him the way that he needed to be loved like he felt love yeah but i but your partner can't fix can't be i can't fix you is can't really fix what it you comes and your partner to. can't be responsible for making you feel a certain way at all times of the day at all points in time. That's just like not realistic. So it's like if you genuinely need to have other outlets and you need several other different people to like fill this void. The that thing is you like are... I know for a fact he still did not feel whole after all of his shenanigans. No, because you never fucking do. You never do. Like the thing with cheating is it's 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 greed. It's you're you're never satisfied it's it's no it's a never-ending cycle that you get yourself on and i've never cheated but i can imagine it is this way where like you get an inch you need another inch you need a, you need more you it's always like this repetitive thing where you just constantly need more and more and more and you're never feeling satisfied it's like an addict like you never get as high as your first high because there's no self-control there's no self-control. There's no appreciating what's in front of you. Yeah. You're never. 
It's just never it. It's actually kind of crazy that we haven't run into him. Like you or I me. would say, yeah. And I, I know I still follow him. That's okay. But that does not bother me. Mainly just to see where he's at. <laughs> <laughs> or me to keep a, a wild eye. It is kind of crazy that we've never run into him. I've I run mean, into his friends. Though. It's going to happen. Yeah, eventually. I feel like especially with summer coming, it's going to happen. Right. I just don't know if there's anything I need him to say to me that's going to make anything okay. Would you ever... Uh, what your dream interaction with him, if you did see him in person? <laughs> I don't have one. He'd be yeah. on fucking fire. Like, right. I would not be pouring water Like, water not even him. him acknowledging your presence, maybe saying hi or like... I think I'd be offended if he didn't acknowledge me, but also yeah. I would never acknowledge him. So Correct. it's like, what am I going to want? Like, right. in what way would that be... I don't even know how that would even manifest. Yeah. Like, I don't, what I don't want to hear, which is like his favorite line, even as of like the most recent time we spoke is like, you're the love of my life. Like, I still love you. I don't want to hear that. I don't really, yeah. that, that, those words are so empty to me. It's also like, that's, you don't treat people that you love like that. Right. Um. Do your parents know what happened? Well, you know, they're about to find out on the show. Mm. So no, they don't. It was so it was so traumatic for me. I could not even talk about it. Like I couldn't even tell you. Mm -hmm. I never told my sister even. Like I had someone else tell my sister mm -hmm. because it's also like extremely embarrassing. embarrassing. Yeah, like it's like yeah. I mean, I was talking to my friend the other day, and he's like, "Well, that's why you just like don't date people on TV." And it's like, well, obviously you hope that it doesn't end up that way, but mm -hmm. like for it to be. For it to be handled the way it did, like, it, it's just, it's just so, so disrespectful. Like, mm -hmm. you, like yeah. you could have just been a little bit more thoughtful of, like, my career or, like, the fact that I now have to be the one to watch it back. Right. And you're going to, like, be deal the with that... the backlash of it yeah. and to deal with, like, the people online probably, like, yeah. there are going to be people that are, will say, like, It's like, you're going you to have to answer. It. Some people are going to tell me I did. And, like, I don't think anyone deserves this. No. Like, I don't no, care who you are. No, definitely not. You're the one left having to answer to yeah, a like, lot of the I'm decisions that he made. I'm still dealing with it almost a year later. Yeah. And I will continue to have to. Like, for whatever length of time, mm -hmm. I'm, like, I'm always connected to this. Yeah. And it's just, like, he just didn't have to do me like that. Like, yeah. that's really what it comes down to, knowing what I do. The same way that, like... If he like worked from home, we didn't walk our like walk my dogs around like his building like because we were thoughtful of his job. Like no one was thoughtful of mine. Right. And I'm like, why was I doing all these things to like put you first? And you could not even think once to put me first. Yeah. I don't want you to. F I understand like that feeling of embarrassment. But I mean, like, unfortunately, so many people get cheated on. It's like yeah. not even like an embarrassment is, is quite honestly, like the first thing that Please. you feel because it's like that's why I couldn't tell you. It's like feelings of inadequacy that you have that are validated in that moment. And it's so not about like you have nothing to be embarrassed about. Like you didn't do this. Yeah. You didn't like, everyone has their own insecurities. I think also I being on TV like heightens them and all of that. Totally. And it's just like. He already knew what it was like to deal with the public right. and or like for me, to, he saw what it was like for me to deal with the public. Right. Like how it affected me. Right. And he chose to like add to that in a way. Yeah. It's what it feels like. So it's just like, damn, it's like double slap in the face, like slap by strangers, but also like slap by like someone I consider to be the closest person in my life. Right. 
Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. We say we want to be challenged. We say we want to hear all sides, but that's not how we act when we seek out podcasts. I'm Mike Pesca, host of The Gist, and I'm crazy enough to think that we are up to the challenge. I challenge myself, I challenge my guests, I invite you in. We'll talk about such issues as masks. I mean, I know they work, but on a population level, the evidence is less than clear. Mass shootings, horrible, but they account for less than 1% of all shootings. Do we do ourselves and our society a disservice when we focus on them? These questions and more explored and challenged every day on The Gist, wherever you get your podcasts. I, I yeah, like, I don't wish him well. <laughs> I don't. Yeah. I don't want good for him. But you know what I will say? What? When this all came to light and he spoke to his mom, his mom was like, it's going to be one of two things. She's going to, like, boss up and know that she's too much fucking woman for you mm-hmm. and she will never come back to you. Mm-hmm. Or she's just going to, like, basically like let it slide right and like to hear that i was like mm-hmm. no she, his mom is right i never met his mom never got there like i was supposed to meet her very soon after all this came mm-hmm. out i still want to recognize myself at the end of this and know yeah. that like i'm actually better than this like i don't yeah, fucking no. need this i don't deserve Truly. this i'd rather be alone i'd rather cry about you every day for the next year yeah than, than like to... have to deal with your betrayal like that yeah so i cry every day and a fake friendship <laughs> yeah and that's fine. And honestly, that's unfortunately what you have to do. I can speak from experience. I did not tell my mom for almost a year and some odd months after it happened. And this was a guy that my mom thought I was going to marry. Yeah, like, I know. I didn't tell my mom. I don't even think my dad still knows. He knows now. He, know, he probably still doesn't know. <laughs> um just because, yeah, I was so embarrassed and it did get to the point. I, I like what you said, like either you're going to boss up and realize and recognize that you don't need this shit. And for a long time, I was a sad fucking girl and I cried all the time. And there was a part of me that missed him so much that I was like willing to sacrifice like my own sanity to be with him because I like thought that I loved him. Mm-hmm. But it one, I remember I moved out of my mom's house and it kind of just all clicked. I started living alone. I was working in the hospital, and was like, which was like my first job, my first big girl job. And it just all clicked to me at one moment. I was like, I don't actually have to fucking deal with any of that shit. Yeah. And I, I'd rather be alone, like you said. I'd rather be crying every day than turn into some jealous fucking crazy chick over what this guy exactly this next guy because i know i'm not that next bitch obviously i've proven to like really fucking flourish without him and like obviously you'll do the same but i think now i'm at the point and i know i tell you this like you will get to the point one day where you're like thank god he fucking cheated on me i'm like happy to not have that like just like 
a, a leech in my life, basically. I mean, yeah, yeah. That alone makes me feel grateful, but I'm also like very much looking forward to moving. Like, yeah, the apartment I'm in was like, yeah. he was there all the time. Like, right. I'm still as I'm moving, throwing yeah, stuff yeah. out from him. Like, I threw yeah. out like all those notes that I had yesterday, right. which yeah. is like. Uh, good it's good yeah. it's cleansing like i'm not taking that shit with me but almost like yeah. why the fuck is this still here or like yeah. some dumb gift he gave me i'm like i don't fucking want that yeah I, and i know it's like wasteful in a way but i'm like i don't no, care it's I not work, wasteful I'll, I'll it's as you it. move on and as you move on and as you move up like for anything that he could have gotten you honey trash 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 you can buy it yourself and it just doesn't mean anything anymore and like <laughs> Like, you will be thankful. One day you will look back and be like, thank God he cheated on me because I wouldn't be doing A, B, and C if I was still with you. And I, my mentality would be different. And it is very much you thank God for putting you in certain situations. And it feels like a horrible storm in that moment. But, like, you do come out on the other side of it. And it's fucking flowers and gardens. I haven't and seen the flowers yet, but I think they're growing. <laughs> No, I think they are. And like, I just, I hate him. I hate him. And I hate that he fooled us I all. I hate that I hate him because mm -hmm. like, it's, that's still like power that he has in my life. Yeah. But yeah, I think that the biggest like sentiment from all my friends is like, wait, I, I believed him. Yeah, like, I believed him. A lot him. of my friends, like he would come to weddings with me. He met like pretty much everyone that was important in my life, including my family. And they all were very much in support of him. Yeah. And I think that I mean, I just am still like sometimes I'm like, I like he he did a really good job. He fooled me. And like, well, like it was it was to get but also some I just clout. think like just a sweet old personality disorder, just a sweet old personality disorder. He's obviously got a lot of insecurities that he's battling. That yeah. is true. He just. Like he'll, I mean, like I know you wanted to like kind of curtail your reaction that last weekend of filming, but well, like because also even, I wasn't given the full picture. Like right. I wasn't told the truth. I was told a version of the truth that would make things feel like he didn't do anything that was that bad or so bad, or he's still protecting himself. Like and lying. like he lied about that for weeks right. weeks it was not until i finally was like let me see every single dm right every single text all of that especially with the one person that did reach out to me which also like fuck you bitch like you're not helping me like you didn't do that for me right she reaches out to me still she's blocked now but it's also like don't oh, especially because she was like still trying to like what hang out with him and well now they follow each other on instagram so i hope they live a happy like dysfunctional life yeah but for her to continue to like, <laughs> sorry, you just reminded me. Of, <laughs> oh my God. Okay. Literally this exact scenario has happened to me. Like when my ex cheated on me, I had one girl who messaged me, sent me all their text messages from like the past two months between them, <sighs> sent me all of their text messages. I forgive him. I'm, we're trying to work it out. Cause I think it's just one bitch. She then reaches out to me like a couple weeks later. And she was like, Hey, like, I just want to know, like, how you got over it. Da, 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 da. How did you, like, we are not friends. It? You da, are da, not da, da. my friend. You were literally I was the like, other bitch. Don't fucking talk to me. I was like, are y'all still chatting? She, she's like, yeah, occasionally, but like, I just don't. No. Don't I'm fucking like, talk to wait, me. Wait, what kind of vortex am I fucking living in? No. 
Like for you to still reach out to me and ask me for advice. And like, anyway. and what, like you are also delusional. Yeah, what you're world fucking do you nuts okay? and you're fucking weird. Like this like, girl where's reached out your to mother? me recently to tell me like, oh, it was good that I left Oliver. And I was like, yeah, yeah. Don't like, fucking talk to me. Also, Oliver, stop fucking talking about me. Keep my name out your fucking mouth. That's the last time I spoke to him. That was my, yeah. that was my sentiment. Don't fucking put my name in your mouth again. I'll lose my shit. Deep breath. <laughs> Okay, well, did you have anything happy happen this week? <laughs> mm, I got Jasper back. <laughs> That's a happy thing. Yes. Are you going to come visit me when I move to Brooklyn? Dude, I actually am really excited for this like little new chapter for you. I need a new chapter. Yeah. I need some... So much so that I'm thinking about like, giving up my lease and moving to Brooklyn with you. I need I need some newness, some freshness in my life. Well, I'm, today I spent, you know, pretty much all of my first half of the day in Brooklyn, and I loved it. What part of Brooklyn were you in? Williamsburg. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I was just walking around, and I went to a coffee shop and did some work, and I, like, yeah, I did some things for my taxes because I haven't filed those yet. Um, yeah, and it was so calm compared to Midtown. Isn't it? It's a weird – it's, like – well, for me, I see it. I'm like, I'm in the suburbs type of thing, which is like maybe not the right. Yeah, I, I, I get but also like vibes. I live a suburban life, maybe like more than I'd like to admit. Yeah. Like I am a homebody, as you know, yeah. I don't leave now that I'm having this terrace. I'm never you're leaving. You're never going to leave. You're going to get a hot tub. You're going to get my a- outdoor couches. I was yeah. just talking to Craig. We're going to do some outdoor pillows, like oh my hook God. it up outside wow. with the lights and everything. It's going to be a sewing down north sewing up north up north event sewing up north is that a thing has he done that yet no maybe maybe i want the page stitching up north that's what page is that what page that's what page called stitching up north and i'm gonna be a real adult but i'll still be lonely (laughs) not if i move to brooklyn bitch just it's not you don't need to move to brooklyn for us to be okay i know that but like i think i want to move to brooklyn and it could be just because you're moving to Brooklyn, but who's to say? I'm so happy we have the documented. <laughs> who's to say? But my lease is coming up in July, and I just think. So are you going to at least look? No, I'm for sure going to look. I do want to look. Because I've already seen a few places on Street Easy that are really cute, and I do want a two-bedroom, and I just feel like I could what do about the? Them. What about your, um, your, your, what you just built the um what's it called i don't know like an armoire yeah an that. armoire um yeah like i built that but here's the thing if i have a second bedroom i can just put it in the second All in bedroom there, yes and then i can get more because i do want my clothes to be enclosed i mean for the amount that we actually go out plus every time we uber anyway dude okay so i was talking to my friend eli today and you know what he said to me he said you know, you live in Midtown, and everyone lives pretty much below 20th. That know. is also true. It's not like we're in, like, She's the, like, high, the hot yeah. part of Manhattan. No, totally not. He's like, no one's really ever coming up to you. He was like, but people are coming into Brooklyn, and depending on where you move, however close you are to the bridge, he's like, it's not that much further to go up it's to really Midtown not. as it is to go to it's Brooklyn. It's really not. And I was like, that's such a good point. And he's like, but people are perpetually never coming to Midtown, but they will always, if yes. anything, if come down, into Brooklyn. That's true, is what I'm learning. I don't want to say like, oh, yeah, yeah, I know that because I always am like, I'm not going to fucking Brooklyn. Right. Which but, we both have that attitude. But I know it is that. true. Because even we've like ventured into Brooklyn every now and then. Yeah. Okay. Can I end this on a rant? Because, you know, yeah. I'm good for that. 
So online, there's this girl that's on TikTok that's getting completely torn apart because she started talking about the seasoning police. She's the like a seasoning. She's police. a food TikToker, like okay. a food content creator, whatever. She's trained. I think she worked in like some Michelin or like up and coming, like high regarded mm -hmm. restaurants, whatever. She's Michelin trained. She, I don't know if she's Michelin trained. I don't want to give her all that because I just don't know. But she's she's professionally trained and she came or this is like a twofold rant because she came <laughs> and she tried to talk about the seasoning police, which I I get attacked by the seasoning police every Who time. Who are the seasoning police? I'm not going to label them, but it's the people. It's generally the people that come to you and say you only added salt and pepper to your food. Oh, okay. That's okay, like not okay. enough. Like they oh, want. Okay. They want. They want everything. Garlic. What is it? They want lemon pepper. They want seasoned salt. They onion, want garlic, Lowry's, onion. Da, 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 da. But like, if you mm -hmm. like make food with like fresh onion, fresh garlic, right, you don't fresh need. celery, whatever, all the things that are in your seasoning mixes, they don't see it as such. They That's see it's like you are under seasoning your food. So this woman came out and was like, I'm so fucking tired basically yeah. of the seasoning, please. When really like, oh, you want me to put this rub in? This is what's in this rub. It's dried pepper, dried garlic, dried onion. This right. everything I actually made with fresh ingredients. And I would like to say this to the seasoning, please. If you don't like my food, don't make it. Correct. Or add whatever seasoning you see fit. I think I have a comment on this. Please. Because I think that's very much, okay, I think that's very much like a a, a black thing. Okay, well, the and thing is, the, the twofold is that black people thought that she was talking about them. <laughs> and they were like, yeah, this like, feels like it's racially it motivated. It feel like it's racially motivated. <laughs> but, and like, maybe it is. And I will say, generally speaking, the people that are coming in my comments about seasoning are my people. First, uh, you shocked me. <laughs> like, uh, duh. But I promise you my food tastes good. Yeah. Also, I was really shocked to see your everything bagel seasoning on your eggs too. But that is something I want to try because I love everything bagel. But um, Well, you also said you didn't want me to bring hard-boiled eggs tomorrow. So we'll talk about that then. Yeah, because they give me gas. Like, like you well, go ahead and do your little wrap-up, sweetie. Um, The only thing I really have to say is that I love you. And... um. Next time we'll go slashing tires. And Oliver's address is no. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, feel free to send confetti in the mail. Confetti, I would literally give, I would collect my dog shit for a week. Okay. Well, probably nothing even... on record. Come on. Confetti, that's hard. Come arrest me for that shit. And then I'll tell them everything he did to me and the police will let me go. Bad and I, I'll be gone. Okay, guys. We'll see you next week. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs>When facing a family law matter, it can feel like an overwhelming and never-ending court process. It's vital to know that things will look better on the other side if you hire legal counsel with the skill and compassion to help. It's Stangy Law Firm. We represent clients in difficult family law matters every day. Visit FamilyLawRepresentation.com to schedule your consultation. That's FamilyLawRepresentation.com. Stangy Law Firm, here to help you rebuild your life. Stangy Law Firm has an office in Wichita. Kirk Stangy. 120 South Central Avenue, Suite 450 Clayton, Missouri. Before Shopify, were you wondering, where are my sales at? Now you're selling with Shopify, the global commerce platform supercharging your selling. You have no problem selling online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Gary, easy on the cha-ching. 
<clears throat> oh, sorry, but my Shopify sales are through the roof. Start selling with Shopify today and discover how millions of businesses around the world use Shopify to ignite their selling. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. Shopify.com slash listen.